The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you always, the spirit of truth which the world cannot accept, because it either neither sees nor knows it. But you know it, because it remains with you, and will be on you. The Gospel of the Lord. Monsignor Ingham, Holy Mother Church presents to you candidates for confirmation from St. Luke's Parish. You may stand. And from St. Joseph's Parish, please stand. Boys and girls, when we were over in the hall, I mentioned a few things to you. One of them being that you are about to become different people. You're not going to lose your individuality. You will still be the person God created you to be. But you will be different. You'll have a potency that you didn't have before. A power. I said a power that gives you a capacity, a potential that you didn't have before, a potential for holiness, potential for heaven, potential for God, through the power of the Holy Spirit. But I also mentioned that this power is something that you will have to actualize, to choose, you will have to open yourself up to this power to let it happen. If, for instance, you are weak or sick and someone gives you a medicine, it doesn't make any difference whether you throw it out the window or put it on the table and look at it. If you don't take it and use it, nothing's going to happen. It's true with any potential. And today that's true with the sacrament that you are about to receive. It's incredible to think that this is going to happen to you. The Holy Spirit is going to come down on you in a unique way to transform you in a way that you could never transform yourselves. I said it's very exciting. But there's something more, too. This power is given to you, first of all, for yourselves, that you may come to know and love God more perfectly, and then for the world in which you live. The world needs you. You may have never thought of yourself in that way, but you better start thinking about it now. The world needs you. The world needs you to go out from where you are to where you haven't been to confront it. As you know, you will have the grace to know your faith more perfectly, the grace to understand it, the courage to live it, the courage to profess it. the courage, if necessary, to die for it. That may seem very distant for you and for us. But many people in the world every day do die for it. Every day people die because they believe. Because they believe 
Jesus Christ. They believe in his church. One thing you will have to do, though, is go out, as I said, and confront the world in which you live. Much of the world in which you live, in case you haven't noticed it, is rather hostile. And sometimes we are told it's becoming more hostile as time goes on. I think that's probably true. It can be somewhat intimidating, somewhat frightening, can't it? We sort of like to hide. We don't want to deal with that reality. But your job is not to be frightened by the world in which you live, but to go out there and confront it with what you've received. You've now become a transforming power. You now can do things, as I said, you could not have done before. But you have to be open to God working in you. That's the problem, isn't it? We, we, We think we're really quite wonderful. And we aren't. We can become so if we open ourselves up and let God come in and do what God's supposed to do. We then respond by allowing that power to push us out. You notice recently in the scriptures, in the early church they were in Jerusalem. Then they were persecuted. And the persecution drove the church out into the world. All right. You will have to face that too. Even now you may have friends, you know, people you know who resent your faith. Your job is to love them into it by what you're about to become. You know, every day you should say a prayer to the Holy Spirit. Every day. It can be a very short one. Just come Holy Spirit. Asking for the Holy Spirit to enter you and to make you what you weren't the day before. See, every day you're supposed to become holier. Today you begin a a new conversion. Every day that should be in your life. As one great bishop said, if you're not better this year than you were last year, you're worse. You have to let the Holy Spirit transform you day by day into what you weren't the day before. You may not notice it happening at all, but it will happen if you're open to it. There's a great prayer, which some of you may remember, called the Vene Sancte Spiritus, that we chant every Pentecost. You will hear it this Pentecost, too. Here's what it says. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, and direct on man the rays of your light. Come, Father of the poor. Come, giver of God's gifts. Come, light of men's hearts. Kindly paraclete, in your gracious visits to man's soul, you bring relief and consolation. If it is weary with toil, you bring it ease. In the heat of temptation, your grace cools it. If sorrowful, your words console it. Light most blessed, shine on the hearts of your faithful, even into their darkest corners. For without your aid, man can do nothing good. And everything is sinful. Wash clean the sinful soul. Rain down your grace on the parched soul. And heal the injured soul. Soften the hard heart. Cherish and warm the ice-cold heart. And give direction to the wayward. Give your seven holy gifts to your faithful, for their trust is in you. Give them reward for their virtuous acts. Give them a death that ensures salvation. Give them unending bliss. Amen. Alleluia. So, as I said, 
You now become missionaries. You are evangelists. And mostly by the way you live. Because you will be saints. Or you can be. You know, the world has heard all of the arguments and rejected them. Except one. Holiness. That the world can't seem to resist. You, my friends, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, must become a surprise. You must shock the world with what you become. So that the world will then say, I want what that person has. There's a beauty in them that I don't have and I very much desire. The beauty will be your holiness, will be your way of life. That's how you will convert the world. What each one of you will do, I don't know. As we mentioned over there, some of you know right now what you want to become when you get out of whatever it is you get out of. Some of you don't, but you will. Whatever that is, it's in that that you will go into the world in which you live. Some of you will marry, probably most of you. Some will be single, some will be religious. That's how you will convert the world too and change it, through the power of the Holy Spirit coming to you. I mentioned too the greatest gift that the Holy Spirit gives us in this world is the gift of the Eucharist. Stay close to that. When you receive that body and blood, that's who you're taking out. Not just yourself. You're taking him. Never forget that, too. And one final thought. There was a great French philosopher, some of you have heard me mention this, by the name of Leon Blois. He was a convert. And here's what he said, and I pass this on to each one of you. The greatest sadness, the greatest failure, the greatest tragedy in life is not to become a saint. I guess we don't usually think of things that way, do we? I'll repeat that. The greatest sadness, the greatest failure, the greatest tragedy in life is not to become a saint. Oh, boys and girls, there is a world out there, and when you walk out that door tonight, you will have a power you didn't have. Make sure the world knows that you're here. Make sure the world knows what you've received. The apostles who had received the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, in fulfillment of the Lord's promise, had power to complete the work of baptism by the giving of the Holy Spirit. As we read in the Acts of the Apostles, when St. Paul had laid his hands on certain people who had been baptized, the Holy Spirit came upon them and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. Even if today the coming of the Holy Spirit is no longer widely made manifest by the gift of tongues, we know by faith that the Spirit through whom the love of God has been poured into our hearts and through whom we are gathered in unity of faith and in diversity of callings 
is received by us and is working invisibly to make the church holy and one. Dearly beloved, the gift of the Holy Spirit which you are about to receive will be a spiritual seal by which you will be conformed to Christ and will be made more fully members of his church. For Christ himself, anointed by the Holy Spirit, and the baptism he received from John, was sent forth for the work of his ministry, to pour out on the earth the fire of the same Spirit. I would now ask those of you who are about to be confirmed to please stand. Therefore, you who are already baptized will now receive the power of his Spirit and be signed with his cross on your foreheads. And so you must always bear witness to his passion and resurrection before the world, so that your manner of life, as the Apostle says, may be in every place the pleasing fragrance of Christ. His mystical body, which is the Church, the people of God, receives from him diverse graces, which the same Holy Spirit distributes to individuals for the building up of that body in unity and love. By living members of his Church, therefore, and under the guidance of the Holy Spirit, seek to serve all people like Christ, who came not to be served but to serve. And now, before you receive the Spirit, call to mind the faith which you professed in baptism or which your parents and godparents professed with the Church. Our response will be, I do, and please say it in such a way as to show that you mean it. Do you you renounce Satan and all his works and empty promises? I do. Do you believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? I do. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was born of the Virgin Mary, suffered death and was buried, rose from the dead, and is seated at the right hand of the Father? I do. Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who today, through the sacrament of confirmation, is given to you in a special way, just as he was given to the apostles on the day of Pentecost. Do you believe in the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting? This is our faith. This is the faith of the Church. We are proud to profess it in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Dearly beloved, Let us pray to God, the Almighty Father, for these, his adopted sons and daughters, already born again to eternal life in baptism. He will graciously pour out the Holy Spirit upon them to confirm them with his abundant gifts and through his anointing, conform them more fully to Christ, the Son of God. Almighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who brought these your servants to new birth by water and the Holy Spirit, freeing them from sin. Send upon them, O Lord, the Holy Spirit, the paraclete. Give them the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and fortitude, the spirit of knowledge and piety. Fill them with the spirit of the fear of the Lord, through Christ our Lord. Let us pray. Almighty Father, we come before you rejoicing in the resurrection of your Son and the gift of the Holy Spirit. For these his servants, 
whom the gift of the Holy Spirit has confirmed, that planted in faith and grounded in love, they may bear witness to Christ the Lord by their way of life. Let us pray to the Lord. For their parents and sponsors, that by word and example, they may continue to encourage those whom they have sponsored in the faith to follow in the footsteps of Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. For the Holy Church of God, together with Francis our Pope, Luis Raphael our Bishop, and all the bishops that gathered by the Holy Spirit, the Church may grow and increase in unity of faith and love until the coming of the Lord. Let us pray to the Lord. For the whole world, that all people who have one Maker and Father may acknowledge one another as brothers and sisters without discrimination of race or nation, and with sincere hearts seek the kingdom of God, which is peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Let us pray to the Lord. We now join our prayers to those of the spouse of the Holy Spirit, the mother of the resurrection, the mother of the church, and the mother of the Lord. 